Welcome to the podcast for Resurrection Lutheran Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. I'm Pastor Garrett Buvinghausen. Today is Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. Uh, This is a Another continuation of our Congregation at Prayer. You can find a link to the handout in the description below. I'm going to be doing something a little bit different, though, in the way I'm recording this. Uh, (laughs) In the past, what I've been trying to do was make this kind of more polished and using uh, a program to record different parts so that I could only record certain things at a certain time, and it's a lot easier. The the reason why I did that, just for some of y'all who don't know, um, I actually have a speech impediment. I have a stutter. So sometimes those things come out. It's very frustrating for me. I've been reassured by many people, though, especially at Resurrection, the good good um, people at Resurrection saying it's really not that big of a deal. So what I'm going to try to do today is go through the congregation at prayer, and we'll try this for a couple days to see how this works out. Just me going through it uh, as I normally would or anybody else normally would. If I have a few mess-ups, then I have the mess-ups. It's no big deal. But just so you know, um, I have a little bit of a stutter. So there might there might be some pauses, might be a few little vocal flubs here and there, a few little uh, what they call um, speech disfluencies. So we're just going to go with it and uh, see how it goes. So we'll begin with the congregation at prayer for today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us confess our Christian faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. This week's psalm is from Psalm 118, verses 15 through 29. The antiphon is verse 1. <clears throat> o give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord exalts. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live, and recount the deeds of the Lord. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord. The righteous shall enter through it. I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of 
of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God, and he has made his light to shine upon us. Bind the festal sacrifice with cords up to the horns of of the altar. You are my God, and I will give thanks to you. You are my God, I will extol you. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. We now turn to the memory work on the back of the Congregation at Prayer handout. For the catechism portion for this week, we are in confession, how Christians should be taught to confess. Let's speak this all together. What is confession? Confession has two parts. First, that we confess our sins, and second, that we receive absolution, that is, forgiveness from the pastor as from God himself, not doubting but firmly believing that by it our sins are forgiven before God in heaven. The hymn of the week is Christ Jesus Lay in Death's Strong Bands. Usually I sing this, see how this goes today. Hymn number 458 in our Lutheran hymnal, in our, sorry, that's TLH, in the Lutheran service book, 458. Verse, stanza one. Christ Jesus lay in death's strong bands for our offenses given. But now at God's right hand he stands and brings us life from heaven. Therefore let us joyful be and sing to God right thankfully loud songs of Alleluia, Alleluia. Memory verse for the week. Memory verses for the week. Let's speak them all together again. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Psalm 51, verses 1 through 2. The reading for today from Scripture is Hebrews, it's from Hebrews chapter 10. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. 
And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. For if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversaries. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. How much worse punishment do you think will be deserved by the one who has spurned the Son of God and has profaned the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified and has outraged the Spirit of grace? For we know him who said, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of of the living God. But recall the former days when, after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on those in prison, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised." For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and preserve their souls. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A little extra here that we've been doing on the Congregation at Prayer is a writing from the Treasury of Daily Prayer. Today's writing is from Martin Luther. For just as the truth of this divine promise once pronounced over us continues until death, so our faith in it ought never to cease but to be nourished and strengthened until death by the continual remembrance of this promise made to us in baptism. Therefore, when we rise from our sins or repent, we are merely returning to the power and the faith of baptism from which we fell and finding our way back to the promise then made to us, which we deserted when we sinned. For the truth of the promise once made remains steadfast, always ready to to receive us back with open arms when we return. It will therefore be no small gain to a penitent to remember above all his baptism and confidently calling to mind the divine promise which he has forsaken, acknowledge that promise before his Lord, rejoicing that he is still within the fortress of salvation because he has been baptized and abhorring his 
his wicked ingratitude in falling away from its faith and truth. His heart will find wonderful comfort and will be encouraged to hope for mercy when he considers that the promise which God made to him, which cannot possibly lie, is still unbroken and unchanged, and indeed cannot be changed by sins, as Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 2. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. This truth of God, I say, will sustain him, so that if all else should fail, this truth, if he believes in it, will not fail him. In it, the penitent has a shield against all assaults of the scornful enemy, an answer to the sins that disturb his conscience, an antidote for the dread of death and judgment, and a comfort in every temptation, namely this one truth when he says, God is faithful in his promises, and I received his sign in baptism. If God is for me, who is against me? So for our text. We continue with the prayers on the inside of the congregation at prayer. We continue to keep the Hymans here at Resurrection, the Hyman family, in our prayers as they are mourning the death of, of Rosalie. Let us pray. O God, for our redemption, you gave your only begotten Son to the death of the cross and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the power of the enemy. Grant that all our sin may be drowned through daily repentance, and that day by day we may arise to live before you in righteousness and purity forever. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, look down from heaven, behold, visit, and relieve your servants who stand in need of our prayers. Resurrection Lutheran Church, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, the Reverend President Matthew Harrison, the Reverend President Michael Newman, our Concordia seminaries, colleges, and schools, our sister churches, the United States of America, President Donald Trump, Governor Greg Abbott, Seth, Candace, Samantha, Darcy, Kay, Loretta, Wayne, Adosha, Evelyn, Sharon, Laura Lee, John, Linda, Orman, Noreen, 
and the Hyman family, as well as all those who are suffering from the novel coronavirus. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy, grant them comfort and sure confidence in you. Defend them from all danger and keep them in perpetual peace and safety. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.